Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pocket Now Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Figara. What's going on, everybody? We have TK Bay back on the show this week. A really a lovely chat uh, between the two of us regarding things like upcoming shows and also the OnePlus Nord, which we are getting many teasers of thanks to OnePlus themselves and their guerrilla style like marketing <laughs> using their Instagram account. You might notice that things are a little bit different with this podcast. We did not do an Instagram live this time around, uh, mainly because I am toying around with some different places that we can bring the podcast. Now, you're always going to be getting this audio version no matter what, but we might actually move the live over to Facebook Live while posting the final results over at Facebook as well on top of IGTV, which you have seen in the past. So for those of you that like being part of the live stream, uh, you can head over to Facebook, uh, to the Pocket Now page there, and there are like half a million of you who are already following Pocket Now on there, which gave me the idea that we could use that community for the podcast. Uh, the Facebook page does have quite a few posts every single day, usually just automated from the website and from the YouTube channel, but this could be where we could find a home for the podcast uh, that is consistent, allows it to have uh, a lot of viewership, and also the Facebook Live platform is easier to manage because let's be honest instagram is pretty buggy especially with ig live and igtv but if you're just listening to the audio version of the podcast welcome once again thank you so much for following this podcast and make sure that you head over to both the facebook and instagram accounts for pocket now so you can find the video versions of these podcasts once i figure out the best ways of actually navigating all of this but in any case let's go ahead and get into this lovely conversation with tk bay uh, let's go ahead and jump in and let's have a chat TK back on the show. Super happy to have you back. Thank um, you. And we're finally using the setup that I have to say, you inspired me to get. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we well, I mean, we've been using StreamYard. Yeah, no. Uh, you I, have I like been the... using StreamYard. And yeah. um, this is actually my first time trying it, which is why we're not live right now. Um, I'm just using it to record. So I'm trying to see, I'm trying to get my feet wet with it. But mm -hmm. here's the thing, like we have our cameras here. We've been using our cameras for the, for the video feeds. Yep. I actually bought a new mic, which is why I don't have the face mic for once. That's, a That's new true. Era. I actually, I just realized that. Yeah. Yeah. When you said <laughs> that, it's like, I don't normally see that little, the, the wire and the little, I mean, it's a nice mic, by the way, it's a very professional, um, I would say secret service almost, but you know, mm -hmm. it's definitely cool. It, the audio on that was always great. The only thing is I got this mic because I'm using it for literally everything. I finally got sick of the way that my audio sounded. I know that in the comments, no one cares, but when I'm editing my, my own videos, I'm just like, okay, like it just doesn't sound like me, you know? Exactly. Um, so I, I, I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole and then I got a mic and then I got an audio interface. I'm just gonna like, nothing is on right now, but if I hit this button, this would be the PS4. <laughs> then, oh, so okay. I, um, yeah. I'm assuming you're running it through the Atom? Mm-hmm. I got an Atom Mini finally. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's right. That's right. We, we talked about it a little bit. You, you mentioned you found a deal, and I think we were looking into the whole, you know, getting that. And so I'm glad you found it. I, I didn't upgrade mm -hmm. to the Pro as I was going to, as I think we kind of talked about it. I tried. The Pro is almost as hard to find as the regular one, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, and, it was um, funny because these are so hard to find on any of the major retailers. Mm -hmm. And the only place I could find it was like a small boutique place, which is closer to where you are in the West oh. Side. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think not Woodland Hills, but somewhere out there. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I finally got it. And then at first I was like, okay, um, I love the way that it works. It's very convenient. I can use it for like game recording and game streaming, which I might get into. I actually mm -hmm. made a Twitch account. Um, yeah. But... I was like, you know, I have like three capture cards. They all would work. 
This is convenient, but I don't know if it's ultimately that useful. And then I looked at their return policy, and they specifically have no returns on black magic design products. I don't know why. Uh, why? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, I mean, so look, the, the reality the 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 interface itself is great for live streaming. Mm -hmm. That's really all I use it. For. Well, I mean, I take that back. I, I use it for live streaming, and I also use it for, um, you know, recording. Uh, I, I, one of the things I actually I agree with you on the on the beginning, the whole audio situation with the office for me at least. Um, I, I want to move away from using, using a lavalier mic in the office. It's such a small environment, and I love how the audio sounds from this type of audio. Um, so I'm actually in, I'm in kind of the same situation. I am transitioning away from using um, wireless connectivity, mostly because of inter, uh, inter, interference. I've had some interference yeah. lately. Whenever you have any kind of smartphone, anyways. Uh, but the Atom Mini has been, for me, at least within the last five months or so, an integral part of almost every piece of work that I've generated because of the interface, because of the monitoring functionality. It's really meant to be a part of a deck, right? So you have like your yeah. audio interface and you have this. I don't use it for the audio. And I and like I said, I, I'm, I'm sad that you don't have a way of returning it necessarily, but I'm pretty sure you can sell it. There's there's enough of a demand on it. Like for any reason, if it doesn't end up being the right one for you and you want to maybe go with a uh, like a StreamYard or something like that or something. I think by uh, I think there's other brands that kind of have similar stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you won't have a problem, but I, I hope it works out. I, yeah, I'm going, that's the reason why I made the Twitch account because I was like, yeah. okay, if I can't return it, I might as well like try to make it work. Yeah, so, make some money off yeah. of it. Why not? Get, yeah. get so it to pay it, for itself. It's kind of at the point where, um, you know, just, just to mitigate some of the few things that are missing in the a to midi um I, I just always record separate audio just in case so that's really just yeah. how i skirt all of that um but yeah you know what um we we got into we got in the weeds a little bit with some of our setup and whatnot but this is the reason why i wanted to have tk on is because he has the full setup yeah and yeah. now i do too so i wanted to mess around with Streamyard a little bit uh for our podcast listeners or if you're watching this on facebook or igtv which it will be posted on there um I actually wanted to put something out there. We might be moving this podcast to Facebook Live. It'll okay. still be posted in all of the same places as before. It's just we're going to a different live uh, platform. So um, the video, hey. the video portion of it, you mean? Exactly. Um, mm -hmm. So the video will still be on IGTV like it has been, but mm -hmm. IGTV has been so buggy and it's been really pissing me off. Um, so I figure let's use StreamYard, it'll record it, and then I can take that recording, put it on Facebook Live, post it on IGTV. Yep. The Facebook page for Pocket now has like half a million followers. Wow, good. And good, we good, got good, to yeah. use that. You, know? you have to. No, 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 definitely. So reach out to all the, all, the, uh, all the different channels. Facebook's great yeah. for that as well. So yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So I want to know how you've been. It's been a while. I mean, I haven't, um, I'm just looking in the catalog for our podcast and I feel like you've been on maybe six episodes ago, like smack dab in the middle of quarantine. <laughs> I, we're, and it kind of feels like we're somewhat slipping back into some of that, but yes, uh, yeah. no, uh, yeah, it, it was in, in the middle of all of the, of the, the hype of everything and, um, mm -hmm. Been, been doing okay been keeping busy uh had the the sony phase kind of go through our, our my side on the channel and then uh i say the phase because i don't have the phone anymore <laughs> uh, that, that was a it's a it's a love it's a love relationship I, it's a one of the few devices i've i really miss as a review mm -hmm. like you know you get to play with it and then you don't have it anymore um and then oh and i got a chance to play with something that you had a play uh you know some time with with the uh, the poco f2 pro which i really like 
Yes. Um, very surprising, uh, you know, upgrade from the first first Poco F1. And then, um, yeah, just and then uh, got got a, a big robot from Xiaomi. I'm, I'm building that with my son. So, yeah. Uh, so so you, that was good. I, you, you showed me a picture of that. You have to build that? Yeah, it, it, it's like almost a thousand pieces. Think of it as a... Uh, so like it's weird so a few few online personalities or creators or so on in social media got those got this package so i wasn't the unique thing but for some reason everybody else got a light switch like an automatic you know like a, a, a smart switch mm-hmm. but for me they sent me the robot and it's specifically made for kids that are 10 years old or older and i and i kind of asked i was like well they know about my son omar so yeah, yeah. they sent something specific so yes omar and i built it and we finally finished um it's like 937 pieces to put together in the in wow. the instructions read like lego but um uh, it's a little bit advanced like my son's most advanced lego has been like around 450 500 pieces and this was just a little bit beyond that because of the intricate components and uh it, it's not just building it at like one piece at a time it's also shifting it and i gotta really remember shifting things around short answer it's built it looks great and we're playing with it um i'm trying to put uh, some a little bit of snippets there to post on instagram and, and facebook yeah so totally yeah, yeah they sent fun. me a um my care package had this the little bedside lamp so i have the lamp as well uh, mm-hmm. i gave that to my wife uh not not necessarily it just doesn't fit the decor um i couldn't control it unless i missed that there was an app for it to control the lighting because it's either white or mood lighting and i'm kind of all blue oh similar to the um i think i think that was what um astro right in the back this one the the new light yeah which one is that mega man oh mega man sorry i'm sorry what i said astro mega man Mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah So it, it, it didn't fit the, the office, but I got the lights. So it's, it's nice. And then uh, and then the F2 Pro, which was really a nice, that was what I like. I was most excited about. It was so, so funny because I saw everybody putting up that that care package. And shouts out to our friends at Xiaomi. Like they're yeah, always, no, thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I saw a few people who were unpacking it. And, I was, and, and there's that one part. Did yours come in in a pouch that said like secret phone or something? Or Yeah. Um, I forgot where it is. Uh, yeah. No, I did receive the secret phone. I think everybody... I don't know if everybody's secret phone was the same thing, but I got mine. The I think the Redmi Note Nine Pro. Yeah, I w- that's the one that I was like, hold up, because I've been talking to Xiaomi for such a long time now. We're all friends, and I never get Redmi stuff. Like I've just I was never- surprised I got a Redmi. I uh, I mean, they sent me the Xiaomi the uh, the Poco F2 Pro, and that I understood, and I think that was what a lot of people got. Uh, but the Redmi was a surprise because it. it, it and just kind of a point of reference, it didn't come in a box, like you said. It, it was literally just a phone. And from mm-hmm. uh, mine, seemed like it was a, a show floor unit from uh, Macau, because it was set to that oh. language, and there was a few pictures taken on it. So uh, these are, I'm assuming, show floor pieces they couldn't use anymore, and they they needed to kind of, you know, uh, they figured might as well give it to people that can make stuff about it. So why not? It's so funny how that happens, right? Because we've yeah. uh, it, it's a long time ago, but uh, at this point, but whenever we go to events or whenever we go to briefings and whatnot, back in the old days, yes, back in the old days, yeah, back in back in our old normal, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the uh, we used to get review units that happened to be the ones we were testing during briefings, mm-hmm. and there are yeah. times when you would go into the gallery, we just see our friends all of a sudden because they're taking selfies for their videos and. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Huawei did that to us last year at the Mate 30 Pro. 
Mm-hmm. And um, the, the the units that people were able to take were the units were at the show. So they had to wait till the end of the actual show where people were like hands on and so on. And then they left. And then I guess those are the units that people got, which was interesting. But yeah, this guy, this one had pictures of uh, some guy. And it didn't seem like it was a very popular phone because mine only had like a few pictures, but it was the same guy. Um, but it wasn't even reset. So that's the weird thing. So they sent it to me oh. and um, I had to go find another Xiaomi phone to figure out where the menu is for the language because it... <laughs> I don't understand. It's not even, it's not Latin based. So it's nothing, you know, it's almost like if it was set to Chinese, I would never have any ideas what to do. So anyways, yeah. short answer, got it, reset it. It's working. Um, I used I'm to working. be good at that. I used to be yeah. able to go into the settings and it's like intuitive in a way. Like you can Most you Androids you can. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But MIUI is, um, MIUI it's is a different a little story. Bit, it is a different story. And, and, and I think they're changing the setup again a little bit in 12, which I'm waiting uh-huh. for. So, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so I, I have the Mi 10, and then now we have the Red, the Redmi Note 9 Pro, which is nice. So it's a good budget phone for like I think was it 250, like a really really inexpensive phone. That's nice. Yeah, so much coming out of China as far as those are concerned. Like I just every time I go into my um, either Twitter feed or my subscription feed, there's always yet another video from Isa of another budget phone in the Philippines. <laughs> like, I know. So it's, many. It, I think Isa's like one 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 one, and I think I saw somewhere where she's like, I got to make a video for the embargo and so on. I think yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's definitely a um, it's in full mu- full production. I, I would say that that's that's the best way to say it. That the, the yeah. market is definitely going. Which is uh, good. Well, but we're we're talking about budget phones, which is a good segue into our first topic. But the mm-hmm. last thing I want to say is, you know, um, happy July Fourth. Uh, how did uh, how did it go for you? What did you Same. Get uh, it, uh, it's, it's a unique. You know, I would say it's a unique July Fourth, right? I mean, for us, it's yeah. it's a. Um, let's just say this I spent it with the family my wife and my son was you know it was great hanging out we we barbecued a little bit had some burgers and, and hot dogs and um uh, we didn't have like massive fireworks although fireworks are everywhere in la oh yes you know we didn't have the show but everybody had a show um i was watching the news last night and it was funny because uh they were showing like aerial footage of la right and they're not that you would see literally all the spots of everybody having fireworks so to me it was just crazy uh, so for us, it was okay. And, you know, stayed at home, uh, nothing big, uh, did the live stream yesterday morning with the, uh, hang out with some friends there as well. And, uh, just trying to ponder what next week will be. How, how's yours? How's, how's, how's the weekend treating you? You know, weekend's fine. I'm actually going out after this to meet up with mm-hmm. a friend of ours. Um, and we're going to go to Huntington library Nice. and nice. it's going to be, well, it should be called Huntington gardens because any indoor area is completely closed, but, yes. um, yeah, I'm a member at the Huntington now, and it's just good because I can bring anybody with me, and I've already extended the invite to you. Yeah, um, definitely. So it's me and any one other person. Is gonna, you're going to see a lot. I'm sure people who follow my content and my channel know that I go to the LA Arboretum a lot. Mm-hmm. I go to – now I'm going to be going to the Huntington Gardens a lot, and it's a beautiful, beautiful place. It's a little hot today, though, so we'll see how that goes. It's it's going to be pretty – yeah, um, I think the hottest, the hottest is this week, and it hopefully starts kind of a tapering down a little bit, although mm-hmm. not that much, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually going to be working on a particular video while I'm there. So I'm going to be using our friend um, Stacy Lee. She does mm-hmm. PR for uh, an audio company, so that's how we all know her. Um the uh she's gonna be she and i are gonna be meeting up having a nice socially distant walk you know masks on the entire time all that um i'm gonna be using her hands to model the pixel 3a and Mm -hmm. uh, i'm gonna be doing the after the buzz uh a rare after the buzz after the buzz uh, yeah after the buzz for me on pocket now i've never done one of these i've rarely ever done one of these videos for pocket now um 
So I'm excited for it because I have such wonderful memories with the Pixel 3a throughout 2019. It's the phone that went with me to Japan, to the Philippines. It's the phone I took with me um, like pretty much every destination I went to because of Google Fi. I was able to get 4G LTE across so many different countries and it was just a great reliable phone to have, especially with mm -hmm. that camera. So that's yep. of course what I'm gonna be highlighting at the Huntington Gardens. Um, Speaking of which, uh, which one did you use on that one time when you and I went to the Getty? Ooh, that was Pixel 3a. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, we, I, we, we're doing full circle, my friend. We're doing it again. <laughs> yeah, unintentionally, but I think that, yeah, because I remember you were using the moment lenses with it. And I just, exactly, in my yeah. mind, I was thinking, was it the 3a or was it the 4? But I'm like, you wouldn't, no, I think it was the 3a. Yeah, I think that's what I it would have, it's the 3a mainly because Google sent me the XL for the 4. And I'm just yeah. not a huge phone type guy. Like, I just I, not that. I like the XL. I, I, I like the form fact. <laughs> I was like, I don't mind. No, no. So don't get me wrong. I uh, I love the 3A. The 3A is one of my favorite devices as well. I do use the 3A. I installed 11 on it. That's actually one of my test beds on that one. Uh, so I was, I was actually going to ask if you were running it on the beta or are you just keeping it on Android 10 for now? I have the beta on there, but I haven't really touched it, which is which sucks because everyone already got their content out about about the beta. But that's fine; it's okay. Um, you know, when when the when, release when the officials, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. I think that was mostly just kind of like, oh, look, what's you know, the reality of the matter is what we get at the end, what ends up being the true Android eleven or R, whatever you know. Uh, it would, you know, there's still going to be a thing that changes, new features or even features that we showed before that are gone. So, uh, mm -hmm. for me, it was a good, good, good way to show people that hey, if you want to test it, this is the way you do it. You don't do it with the, uh, you know, the the initial uh, the alphas or the release, uh, the you know, the developer previews. Uh, but we'll see. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. Yeah. So good, good. I'm glad you have that we're, on. And, we're getting uh, a little bit closer. It. We're getting, but but it seems like we're getting closer to the next version of Android, but we're not getting mm -hmm. anywhere near to the Pixel 4a because it just keeps getting pushed and pushed. I know, I know. We, we, we're seeing, you know, you see some things coming, talking about it as far as, you know, passing it, like, you know, certification. And then, um, it, and I think I saw somewhere where the 3A is, is it, is it true that it's not there anymore? Or is it? Um, yes, that's, but that was the main thing I wanted us to sort of kind of talk about a little bit. This is going to be our like little weird Pocket Now Weekly podcast, like after the buzz reminiscence mm -hmm. in a way. Um, yeah, yeah. The Pixel 3 has been officially discontinued on Google's website, store.google.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the, it, I don't know, when I saw that piece of news, I, I wondered if that was a precursor to like, oh, is, the 4A has got to be ready by now. Like it's already passed all the certifications. I, I, and, and we've seen enough leaks of it to know that it, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it's sitting there waiting and it's, it's, it's more of a... Um, I feel like it's more of some other either either it's marketing or something because it's not coming out with 11 so it can't be software release waiting right it should be already be out it'll yeah. come out with 10 which is what they did last year with the nine uh, with the, the 3a came out with nine um so i i wonder i mean there are rumors obviously that some people were saying that it may not even come out till uh till the five comes out oh you know yeah that's which, that's that would be a weird announcement right because be, yeah oh, here's here's the five but here's our regression to the four with the 4A. Well, especially if the five ends up being a, a seven sixty five chipset, which essentially is a mid range device to start with, right? And then mm -hmm. to release that with the three A, that's a slightly lower priced mid range processor. I mean, yeah, I mean, or the four A. So the, the yes, it would be. I, I would feel like they should give them their own uh, positions because I feel like they're they're slightly different. The Pixel 
in the past, at least Pixel 4, Pixel 4 XL were considered to be flagships. They're their brand, they're their higher tier products, and the 3A was the mid tier. So it, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I hope that, um, I hope it comes out very soon because I think we, we really, you know, it's 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 the perfect time for it, right? Summertime, photography, people want to be able to go out, take pictures. That's the time, you know. Like you said, the arboreum. For me, I like to go to the Descanso Gardens uh, a little bit. It's, it's oh. pretty close to where you are. Yes, uh, but um, for me, it's I, closer to. Uh, I the was area gonna where go. I hang out. I was actually gonna go. I was actually gonna do Descanso Gardens as well because um, they're also open. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just so funny that you mentioned that because yeah, it, it would be funny. We probably would have run into each other at some point if that was the case. <laughs> it's like, why is that guy taking pictures? Why is he walking, yeah. talking on, by himself? It's like, wow, that oh, that guy too- in the mask is taking a lot of selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it looks familiar. He could be TK. Yes, no, no. Uh, we we should definitely uh, we'll we'll plan something hopefully in the near future. Uh, maybe with a slightly less warm weather. <laughs> yeah, because uh, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I wish you the best of luck this afternoon. Hopefully, uh, we'll look forward to that video. I just gotta wear shorts. Like that's just really the number one thing. But um, the other reason why I'm I'm actually excited to bring the Pixel 3a to the gardens is because now. Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. Like, not that there are any comments, but if you're on Facebook or IGTV, leave a comment. But uh, I know that in the mask wearing era, face unlock is not very useful. Mm-hmm. Uh, portrait modes, far less useful. But I think that the Google Pixel phones are the only ones that can figure out what this is. They're getting because better. Because all, all the other phones are like find a face. And if you're mm-hmm. covered up, there's no face. Um, but the Google algorithm is able to make out the shape of a human. <laughs> so, you know, maybe that's another... The, the latest update, she, they said that supposedly, yeah, the, four, the 4XL is able to detect uh, face unlock. So it still does work, even if you are wearing a mask. Although, you know, it it is. It, it's a very interesting concept that, you know, technology revolves towards face unlock, especially with Apple devices and so on. And then, uh, and then we all have to cover our faces. So, yeah. I'm just thinking even for portrait modes because like (laughs) kind of a small, I'm not trying to shame anybody here. I'm just mentioning that um, I did take my parents to the gardens Mm -hmm. and my mother was running around taking selfies, but she kept trying to take her mask off for the picture. So it's like, so she made sure she was far away from everybody, but eventually the staff was just like, hey, stop doing that. Um, you know, keep the mask on at all times. So it's with the Pixel 3a that I'm expecting. I'll, I'll report back with my after the buzz video, but um, I'm expecting it to be able to still give me depth of field because it can tell mm-hmm. that my head it is should in be able the frame. to. Yeah, 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 yeah I should and, be. And I think the uh, the camera app still is as good as what it is on Android 10. Yeah, hundred um, percent. All right, great. Well, uh, we're going to get into a quick break uh, right now. So for those of you who are on the audio podcast, we're going to get into a little bit of an interlude. But if you're watching the video version, we'll be right back in a second. All right, cool. I should have had, because you have your Goku glass there, and that's, by the way, that's a pint glass, which is amazing. But um, uh, Isa, for my birthday, actually sent me a Mega Man X uh, beer I mug. Saw... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought... She sent me that too. But Yeah, I was going to say, I saw the light. I didn't see the mug, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. So she sent me uh, the mug, and it's a beer mug, so it has this shape of like what you would drink at... Um, at a pub. Like, I say... Like a pub, it's a right? Stein. Yeah. It's a Stein, basically. It's yeah. a, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. But here I am, just like 
drinking tea in it like <laughs> what are you drinking uh tea yes tea. <laughs> it's it's in the name jv tech and tea yeah yeah it's not jv tech beer like uh, <laughs> although although if you you know if you're hanging out at ifa you could change it for just for that for that for like a week like very JV true tech beer yeah oh my goodness like okay so we're getting into our tangents and i love it um but oh my goodness um yes ifa was in the cards and then yeah. last week the eu was like nope nope <laughs> nope they're like nope no, nothing nothing through the end i think it was the end of october right they kind of through october end of or no they can't uh, I, I forgot there was a few things that came out one came out saying that they weren't allowing any kind of conventions till after end of october yeah uh, and i think uh, that was germany and not just the eu and i think uh, there was another announcement that i saw just i think it's hard it's hard for any kind of it's hard for any kind of uh, any kind of gathering of any sorts to work. Uh, I mean, even CES. I know CES kind of made announcements saying, but they sent out a um, what's it called a survey? I think it was a week ago or so, like oh, yeah. asking people. I don't know if you had a chance to fill it out. Uh, no, nah, not yet. What would you do? What would you think is acceptable? What are the levels you'd like to see? And uh, what what can they do to make things better? And I'm like, you can't control CES. CES is like, ah, uh, uh, I mean, mm -hmm. it's crazy to start with, but to try to say. We're gonna to try to test everybody before they come. After they come, we're gonna limit people. We're gonna make, you know, rows wider. Thing like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know realistically. I mean, and, and the reality for me, honestly, I don't go for the main show floor. Ninety percent of the stuff I go for are off the show, right? They're oh, yeah. all in the hotels and stuff. So mm -hmm. ninety, you know, we we get most of that, and I get most of my content done before Eva. Sorry, before CES even starts. Yeah. CES for me is more about going down on the floor, hanging out with friends, and. You know. Well, this is a this is a point that I've been making with a lot of people actually, and it's um, if all of the companies that make or break these shows for people like us, like mm -hmm. someone like Isa, who's all about the accessories and uh, lifestyle products and whatnot, that's a different story. But for us, when it's like the Samsungs or the LGs or the whatever of the world, um, if they pull out of the show and just do remote briefings, mm -hmm. is there any reason for us to have boots on the ground then? The reality, not not unless you have some type of sponsorship or something that kind of would compel the need for you to be there. I yeah, find for indeed. it, honestly, uh, I mean, this is the thing. What we've had the last few months is a perfect example of remote connectivity. You have access to the to the creator. You have access talking to them. We're able to sit down. We are able to ask questions. Um, you know, and and people are able to exist. There's no, you know, we didn't. Ha Samsung's going to have an online event, right? You and I went to the last live event they had in February for for the uh, for Unpacked. The next Unpacked is going to be online, and that means mm -hmm. most, yeah. you know, for the few that are going to be the people you know, that, that will have devices, they'll have them ahead of time. You'll have the actual time you need to create the content that you need to create, as opposed to cramming yourself in the same room with everybody else trying to put out a hands-on video that is always badly lit and, and never really what you want to put out anyways as pair as content you know what i mean yeah. um i mean how I, many times I, have i gone to an event and i actually bring my own light like look at this like <laughs> yeah no 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 it, but it's exactly and and i feel like whoever is the guy or whomever is the person i don't know if it's a guy or not that does the lighting at these events they need to be either fired or just re re-educated that blue light does not work Mm -hmm. It looks cool, but it sucks when it comes to video and content creators. When you have a room of creators that want to take pictures and all you have is strobing blue light and then your videos just look like there's just no way. But yeah, uh, I, I liked it. Uh, I appreciate it, especially with the LG. I mean, like, thank you. LG was different. Though. You and I went to that. Uh, but, you know, 
I think it's better. I think it's if if they pull out and they're not at the event, if they decide to do remote like what we're doing, mm -hmm. uh, I it gets a little bit harder. But I think there's also a big part of CES that we don't really really need to focus on, and that's the B two B part that I think a lot of companies still need. Which I feel like that's what CES oh, yeah. lives off of. Hundred percent. Like I yeah. was actually talking to a couple of our PR friends about this, and they were asking me, "How do you feel about the whole CES situation and whatnot?" And I said, you know, um, it might be best, like, you know, a little bit of a behind the curtain scenes for those of you watching and listening. But what I said, and this is not, this is coming from somebody who is on the other side of the PR equation. Mm -hmm. I was just saying, if you're going to pay all that money for a booth at CES, where the majority of us aren't coming, you'd, I, I would probably say that unless the B2B portion is that important to you and it actually makes you that money, save the money. Use that money to hit up people like myself, like TK, like Unbox Therapy, like MKBHD. Put mm -hmm. the money towards their hyping your product. Because if you were to put some of the money towards those guys and actually push content, that content goes to who? The actual people who buy your product. Absolutely. There's your revenue. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? It is. No, no, no. It, it's, it's a very very different. Like I said, like you have to understand it. If it's not worth it, it's not worth it. This CES will all I mean, even even if they do if things do get better. See, this will be a very unique CES. Um, the the fact is that this the one that we just passed. Reality is, I mean, we had a, a big event while things were still developing. We didn't really mm -hmm. know how things were going. We were at CES and, and things were getting you know. And there was people coming in from different places in the world. So CES, IFA, those are big enough events. And MWC obviously gather so many people from around the world that's where the where the concerns happen it's because you're bringing so many people and not very few of them will be willing to come a two weeks in advance b get tested and then quarantine yourself before the event can you imagine how long that ifa or ces would be if you had to do that you'd have to get there mid-december get yourself <laughs> tested quarantined for two weeks before the week starts and then stay there uh, at, you know for that week or so so that that's a that's a very long amount of time that is, I mean, it'll be great for Vegas, <laughs> if anything, but it, it is hard. It's hard to commit that much time. I would say um, I have to get back to that. It's a good thing you mentioned that survey. I got to get back to that at some point. Yeah. But the, the main thing that I would say in that survey, if there's like a portion where I can just type out my real thoughts, I want to see what happens in Vegas because it's open right now. I want to know if cases spike. I want to know if people are getting infected. I want to know if like what they're doing as those infections start to actually rise up because True. it doesn't matter if you have a plexiglass between you and the next person playing craps. Like it's it, that doesn't matter when you're still in that building for hours with it, the circulated air and you know and, so. and they're not at full capacity yet. That's the other thing that I think people are realizing. I mean, they're open and they're they're working their way back, mm -hmm. uh, but the attendance isn't where it normally is. So you're not seeing the summer rush. You're not seeing the oh, that's true. Uh, the holiday type of uh, you know where people just go. To, like this is a four day weekend, right? This would have been a time where people like to go to Vegas, uh, you know, San Diego. People That's a good did point. go to San Diego. People, people did. did oh my God, that 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 annoyed I me. I saw so that much. tweet. Uh, <laughs> I, no, and and so where I am in in Santa Clarita, we are in a. Um, I call I like to call it the corridor to San Jose or San Francisco because all of LA has to go through the five where I am to go through mm -hmm. to go up north, unless they decide to go with the scenic route on the 101, which most don't. So. Our freeway was jam-packed on Friday. It literally looked like a holiday weekend, like there was nothing going on and everybody was driving up, like party town, all that stuff. And I was like, oh my God, 
we closed all our beaches. We did all of the stuff for us. And what did we do? We drove everybody out. They mm. left. They went up. They went to places where things were open. So yeah, San Diego. I saw that tweet too. I saw San Diego. The five, the four or five was like jam packed going to San Diego. I'm like, crap. Ugh. That's crazy. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens because this is all, um, this is great. We just added in a whole CES talk here. I love it. Um, and like, I, but it's going to be interesting to see because if the EU is not allowing the US to come in, Germany has your, their restrictions, like you said, um, then who knows what EFA is going to look like? Who knows what CES is going to look like? This is a conversation yeah. we have every episode. And I think it's, it's worth following because yeah. we all are the ones who make these pieces of content for all of you and if we're not able to go to these shows obviously things change so we have um, to find a way we have to find mm -hmm. a way how do we how do we still get what we need um and work with our our, our counterparts over with the companies the pr agencies it's, it's very crucial to keep channels open and i think that's a big um it, it's been definitely like i said it's a shift in in thinking it's it's more of the consistent working with and trying to find a way to make sure that things work so uh, it's 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 yeah it's a different world man but we'll see we'll get there we'll figure out what it is and we'll 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 work it um we are talking about companies that are going to go remote their releases are obviously not going to be in person and whatnot there is mm -hmm. one company who i think is actually doing a great job of actually adapting to I know everyone's using the term new normal, but basically adapting to the fact that we can't all be in the same place at once anymore. Yep. Uh, OnePlus is hyping up their new device. And I think all the pieces are just sort of slowly toppling and landing in the right places because we have the OnePlus Nord officially announced via social media. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. I know. It, it, it's, it's purely like... Um... But I think it's, so for for a company like OnePlus, though, this this is literally how they've been doing it, right? I mean, they do mm -hmm. hold live oh, yeah. events, right? But not all of their live events, uh, not all of their devices have been on on live. Like I think in the past, we've seen them even do like live un, uh, announcement uh, online, even with competitions and so on. So um, it's not uncalled for. It's 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 right up their alley, and it's something they've been doing for quite. Some, they've had practice to do this. It's it's not new. Uh, but it is exciting. It's exciting. I mean, we've been waiting for the Z slash Nord, and I'm going to call it Z because that's what it was kind of codenamed for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, no, yeah, no, now knowing that the Nord is a device that is going to be coming out and, and seeing what it looks like. And just to me, it's it's very, it's exciting. It's exciting to see that at least OnePlus is, is not leaving that, uh, that mid-range uh, tier that they were very much well known for being in for quite some mm -hmm. time. Uh, Absolutely, so yeah. Excited um, to see that. So we have a bit of a trickle in terms of information and some teases Always. and whatnot. Um, if I, okay, so the first thing that I keep thinking of, <clears throat> excuse me, the coffee. Um, the first thing that I think that I keep thinking of is that OnePlus is always really good at exuding exclusivity like everyone mm -hmm. remembers the 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 invite system and all of that oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when let's the not go one, back to that yes oh. <laughs> so when the oneplus nord was impending or the z because at the time we didn't know it was going to be nord uh an instagram account was erected and people mm -hmm. had to follow it and be approved for that account to be a follower which already felt like, oh, wow, you know, OnePlus is still finding little ways of having this like exclusivity deal. Um, but yeah, like I, I obviously jumped on it right away and it didn't take long for me to get uh, to get the friend request approved. 
Um, and then this past week, there was a little, there was made clear that there's going to be a docu-series that is called, well, the first episode that we have so far is called New Beginnings. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get a chance to watch this 10-minute video? I watched most of it. I didn't. I didn't finish all of it. I, I'm not gonna. I. I, I wanted to. Uh, it, a lot of it is basically historical, trying to build mm-hmm. up on the, on the history. So, uh, I, I caught it. Actually, surprisingly, that's how I found the uh, Instagram. I wasn't even include. I, I didn't even think that there was a separate account, but I did find it, and it no longer needs a, an approval now. You yeah, just now add it, it, it. Yeah, yeah now it's open. Uh, but yes, no, it's a very interesting piece of uh, information. You know, like the way it was set up is very like a docu, like you said, like it's a documentary, and you and you're watching it and you're learning a lot. But uh, uh, what, what, how, how does, what did you feel about it? What, what was your thoughts? I liked it. I mean, for for the bit that I was able to watch. Oh yeah, I liked it too. Um, it's very, it's one of those things where I'm sure uh, I'm sure some people who may not be super fans of OnePlus, and there's a ton of them out there. Um, there are. The docu series is very much made in such a way that's like OnePlus is. It's almost as if like people like us, if we were to make a video about our own histories, like of course we want to paint it in the best light possible, or of course we want it to look as good as possible. You know, um, if I were to make a, a video about like a retrospective on my career, I would want it to look like a Peter McKinnon made this video <laughs> or something. <laughs> like that. Um, but it's a first it's a shot. Great... First shot would be you holding a phone. Yeah, in Hong Kong, and dropping, and dropping. That's it. how you start. That's how and you that's start when it all started. <laughs> that's all aside. It was a drop test, and that's how it, it was. Another and another, and look where I am now. Exactly, <laughs> and and yeah, the phone like floats in midair before it falls yeah, on the yeah. ground. It's like you might wonder how I got here. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> kind of exactly. Peter, if you're watching, please let's make it happen. <laughs> so it's 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 a documentary through and through. It has the style, mm-hmm. it has the information, it has the talking heads of all mm-hmm. of the people who are on the team. And the thing that really struck me is that they're 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 putting in these little bits of information throughout. And two of them really stood out to me is number one, obviously everyone's really hyped about this upcoming phone because um Carl Pay, I believe it was Carl Pay who said it on camera was this is our first time in a long, long time that we're making a phone under 500 US dollars. And obviously everyone already went nuts for that. You know, we're going back to a more affordable OnePlus flagship. Well, I don't know if they're going to call it flagship killer, but the never settle mentality and whatnot. Um, but the other thing I that think they said, they're going to focus. Yeah. Um, the other thing that they said, which I was really interested in hearing, is that this is a phone that from zero to 100 is they're they're challenging themselves to make this happen in under the window of six months like that was the weird part to me that well, see that tells you that it was yeah i mean well, that's generally what they, yeah, it, a lot of the i think most people don't realize when they think of a device the device don't come and don't become a device in in overnight right there's a production cycle there's a life cycle uh, Qualcomm even talked about it last year with the the 865 and the you know that they were thinking about the 865 back at the 845 before you know yeah. like, you know the, the the production cycle is takes a long time, but you know zero to inception six months is is a uh, that's a very short time and a very very mm-hmm. uh, you know especially to have something like that but. I'm excited to see that they are coming back into that that price point because that was a big thing for them, right? I mean, they started as, I think their first phone was at 350, 349. Their uh, first, the one plus one back let, in the. Oh, no, the one plus one was, was like 249. Yeah. Oh, 249. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I'm sorry, I take that back. There was two models. There was the mm-hmm. 32 gig. I think with the 16, 32, and then the 64 gig. There was two models. Yeah. I think one of them was a little bit more. But short answer is that's what they started at. 
Um, and then from talking yesterday on my live stream over on uh, on my channel, uh, I uh, somebody was mentioning that it's going to be around three hundred and thirty five dollars in India. Like wow, wow. Okay, you got my attention. Like I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not saying I'm trying to get cheap phones or anything, but it's 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 the reality of wow. If you can get it, so if it's that cheap in India, even if it's a little bit more, you know it's going to make a splash. This is. And that's, yeah. that's really because I just got done with my review on my channel of the iPhone SE. Um, mm -hmm. I, I gave it some time because, um, you know, just a quick tangent. Some people were like, <laughs> um, our little subreddit uh, that our videos always pop up on, on the glowing, glowing, slash rectangles. glowing rectangles. rectangles yeah. Exactly. Uh, one of the homies on Twitter who always says like, oh, top of the subreddit. He said in the tweet, uh, he finally did his review on the iPhone SE. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> like, let me let me explain myself real quick. I took this amount of time to finally put out another video on the iPhone SE because I did one of my usually high views video segments, which is the real world camera test. Mm -hmm. But I changed it up and I called it the work from home camera test because it was when quarantine started. Uh, no one watches that video. So I was just like, okay, maybe iPhone SE hype is not as high as I thought it would be. So I decided to like cool off on the content on the iPhone SE and I'll just do my top five complaints later. <laughs> but yeah, it was super disappointing because like I remember getting the iPhone SE and I'm like, yeah, it's going to be content driver. And then like 4,000 people watched my camera test. I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> it, it was, I think it was just the timing, the timing, like uh, the mentality for people were it was a dawning of time you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's, it's a little bit harder kind of like saying hey check it out i was out kind of doing things where i, I feel like yeah I, I think now it would definitely definitely uh it would it would have done a lot more with, uh, yeah, with the views i think so um i'm actually trying to figure out a good way to put together the iphone se but not in a camera review but more so iphone se ios 14 kind of an that's approach. a good idea yeah. because uh it's a small phone and a lot of the new ui elements work great on bigger devices uh, so oh, how do you use point. that on a smaller form factor and how does it hang so i've been running ios 14 for about a couple weeks now ever since uh it was released um you've had and, a developer uh, account you paid the hundred dollars for it no so that was uh, uh, i there's apparently I'll have to explain it to you offline. Okay, that's um, <laughs> the uh, it's not as complicated, and you don't need to have a developer account. Ooh, uh, so okay. Let's just put I'm it that way. In that. Okay, I'm yeah. interested. We're gonna talk uh, about that in a sec. It, but I did. I do want to mention one thing though. It it did actually uh, the the phone did crash, and I had to restore it. So, but oh. it which is fine iPhones okay. are, are easy to back well, up and restore. I bring up the iPhone SE because you just mentioned the price that it might that the Nord might be in, in mm -hmm. India. That's that's really significant because the iPhone SE here in the US, we are we we are the ones who benefit from it being a three hundred and ninety nine dollar device. Yep. But in India it's like five hundred or some crazy it's number. It's the like opposite. That. Yeah, it's yeah. the opposite. I iPhone because of the import taxes and tra and transfer, so it's there's the difference in um I'd say markets. So where India benefits on in the on the OnePlus side because OnePlus tends to adjust the price point for the devices, like the you know the eight and the eight Pro didn't sell for you know six ninety nine to nine ninety nine in, mm. in the price point range that we have here. Uh, things at theirs the max was seven thirty five. So they definitely got a much better price point there. And obviously people will correct me if I'm wrong on the high end. But it, short answer is if it's three thirty five there, and even if you adjust for markdown kind of thing. Yeah, 450, 400. Yeah, I, it, no, no question. I think this is very exciting to see what we get, and especially with the 5G uh, on on board, as opposed to just coming in with, you know, obviously the better processor on the SE, but we didn't get 5G. This one is, it seems like they're going with the 5G chipset. 
So that is something I want to bring up a little bit later when we talk about the actual device itself. But yeah. we now have the word Nord. And one other portion of the New Beginnings video was that they were saying how the word Nord sort of evokes this whole idea of like Scandinavian philosophy, design philosophy. Yeah. The true North. And yep. Yeah, true North and whatnot, um, which is great. It, it, it makes it seem like the phone is going to be minimalist, maybe kind of Spartan to evoke another culture. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that would be a really good thing to have is like a very minimalistic phone. Um, something. Could, but the thing is, isn't OnePlus already kind of in that realm though like this is a pretty this is a pretty phone but it's not flashy like mm -hmm. aside from the color like they, they've been doing this already it it from well at least from the things that we've seen on the device at, at this point it seems like they're following the same they're using the same palette they're not borrowing too much from you know new very different but i think it's the what they're trying to do i, I almost want to say it's kind of like what we saw with tcl with the 10 pro right they gave you the aesthetics and the looks of a flagship and very expensive phone at a mid mid-range tier experience and mm -hmm. i think what they're trying to do is blend that bring down the aesthetics bring down the looks from the, what you normally expect from you know a thousand dollars a twelve hundred dollar phone and then give you that ex smooth experience the need for speed which i feel like oneplus should be like doubling tripling quadrupling down on and you know, driving driving it forward that even though they're going with a mid-tier processor, they're still going to give you that, you know, 865 kind of type of experience somewhat in there. And and of course, we want I mean, to be Oxygen OS. Camera. That's half the equation. That, that, yeah, 90%. Yeah, if, absolutely. Oxygen OS and the way OnePlus runs their, their UI elements in there, even with the operate of the updates, we want to be able to see that and see the update cycle that they've been doing with OnePlus other devices. I think that's what will also make this device a very good seller it's it's not just the main purchase when you're buying it keep it updated keep it developer friendly uh, allow us to unlock bootloader let people start, you know do things with it and again 335 in india that is just crazy yeah just so you know for for a new device like that but yeah yeah so the the lower price points you know we thought we we bring up this price in india we also have the iphone se like i don't know it's hard to speculate as to just how much market foresight these companies have, mm -hmm. but like, if this was six months, let, let, let's assume, I don't like assuming, but I'll use the word, if we can assume that if they're going to talk about six month from zero to 100 release cycle, mm -hmm. um, then this whole project was conceived of at the end of 2019. Yeah. Is it safe to say that OnePlus sort of, they had, for, they had foresight to know that mid-range slash sub $500 phones were going to be all the rage because they are this year. Like, this is all we're looking at right now. They they are. Well, see, I my, my approach to this was more into the, it's like a bracket, right? There's a price point bracket of what we look at a device. Um, OnePlus with their line of devices, when they, when their, when their main tier device became cutting closer to the higher end price point, the lower end model came out, right? So we used to have just one OnePlus device. It was a OnePlus 6, 6T. Those are the two sides. And you saw one device and it was kind of etching and getting closer to that 700, 650 to 700. When the 7 Pro and the 7 came out, that was because the 7 Pro started to go above that. So that's when you mm -hmm. started looking at a different, you know, they were still covering the same spectrum of price points between the two. Now that the 7, sorry, now that the 8 starts at 699, which is pretty much 700 bucks, they are out of that, bracket right the mid-tier price point bracket is no longer occupied by oneplus they're in the six they're in the 700 to a thousand dollar price yes. point so virtually eliminating i mean at least in the us um you know they're no longer in that bracket of mid-tier or mid uh, mid-range devices and i feel like that's where 
in my opinion, I feel like where the need for Nord or Z or whatever the code name was at the time when it was conceived brought him in. And I feel like that's kind of where we're seeing Z, the Nord come in. So the fact that we are more into the mid-tier price uh, the devices, I think it was inevitable. I don't know if it was easy to see, you know, can't, you know, read tea leaf reading here or something like that. <laughs> um, it's, it's more of the, you know, every year, like we know that the Note 20 is going to be, you know, a thousand twelve hundred maybe fifteen yeah. i don't know I, I don't i hate to speculate the price point but it's gonna yeah. be like a leg <laughs> yeah pretty much I, I i think one i think if there is ever a, like if they'd make the announcement right it'll be basically you know phone hashtag dollar and then it'll be one arm and one leg and then <laughs> that'll be it's like, gonna be the the emojis for yeah, <laughs> it's an emoji like. announcement yeah it'll be samsung putting in a little a little emoji emoticon of the uh the, you know the note 20 and then it literally it'll be the dollar sign arm leg and then hashtag like this exactly <laughs> and then uh, check the link uh, but yeah so i, we, I think we, that's we my opinion a, yeah we got and I, I do think that that's that's true as well like perhaps it's not so much foresight about what the market was going to move to but it was more like their own cycles like, yeah, yeah that's true i kind of get that um all right so we can talk about the actual device itself for these last like 10ish minutes the cool. um really looking forward to what this thing is going to look like what it's going to bring to the table we got a tiny tiny glimpse of it because they put out this like very philosophical teaser on the very same Instagram channel, but it's also on their YouTube channel. They have a, the one yeah. that's YouTube channel has these same things. Um, someone talking and platitudes and whatnot, you know, because if you don't know who you are, then you blah, 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 never settle. Like, I don't know the actual words and I'm not saying that it's bad, but you know, it's, it's, it's typical for marketing, for hype. Exactly. Um, but it gave like the tiniest second of a glimpse at the actual phone. The front. If you blinked, you you would have missed it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, over on Pocket Now, uh, they have gone ahead and like screenshotted the video, obviously, and you can get a good look at it. Um, couple of details on the front. First of all, uh, it looks like the screen's going to be flat. Um, it's yeah, yeah, we still have a curve I think on it was the eight a, Pro, but yeah. Yeah, I was going to say. I think it looked the way. At least the way I remember it. It looked flat on the front, but curved on the back. So it's closer to what the 7 Pro was in this uh, sense of design, but unless maybe you saw it differently. I, I don't know, honestly. Like, I, all, all I, what I remember, at least, is that the sides are flat, but the corners are going to be sort of curved in, which is normal. Mm -hmm. um, and then this is the part that got me excited because I really want to know what's going to be in what might be a dual lens pill cutout. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, I need a wide-angle front, guys. Come on. We, we, we need... <laughs> We need stabilized 4K front wide angle. That's, <laughs> this is a that's phone a, under five hundred dollars. What are we trying? I, to I know, do? I know, I know. But but, but if, if so, but this is the thing, though. I mean, wide angle is great, but if you don't, if you're trying to do video vlogging with a wide angle and not have uh, some type of a stabilization, I agree. Okay, this disregard the 4K. That was me just thinking LG. Sorry, my 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 mistake. Give us stabilized front-facing wide-angle that's all that's all i ask yeah i'm into that too and um you know I, the reason why i say at the very least wide angle is because if you have stabilization problems stop walking while you're vlogging like just to, to chill just stand in one place and do your part like it's just just do that i um, know people i've people had to do that, that with panasonic it, yeah. cameras for years <laughs> because they have terrible autofocus yeah, yeah um yeah. but in any case we have that on the front and in the rear, the reason why I bring up this whole idea that they've been doing this kind of design is because the honestly, triple camera, yeah. the, well, the triple camera and just this like, you know, simple backing and their logo on the bottom, or rather it says OnePlus on the bottom, um, mm. 
Yeah, it looks like it's the same thing here. So perhaps Nord slightly is not offset. In... I think yeah, from what I remember, it's it's offset. It's not in the center, which is what we mm -hmm. saw with the eight and the eight Pro this year. I think this is yeah, closer to what we is. the camera set. Yeah, so the camera array and it's more the the housing for it is uh, a rectangle, like a rectangle shaped uh, mm -hmm. tall rectangle with the as opposed to more of the rounded edges that we kind of see with the eight and the eight Pro. Yeah. So uh, definitely uh, very the, the design so far strikes i mean i also saw obviously the alert slider so we know that's going to be oh, that's, that's a that's an exactly. iconic one that i saw as well so for me it was uh it was exciting to see that again sub 500 and i i am just really the one thing that i'm, I'm hoping they they change their mind on is bring it to the u.s just please oh yeah that's true i forgot about that, that, that they're not that, talking that would, about u.s release yet no that was like the oh, biggest yeah. thing they put out it's like it's not coming it's not focused to the u.s it's going straight to a uh, asian market and it's going straight to europe and i'm like huh this this is reminding me of like 20 uh 2019 when the seven came out remember mm -hmm. the seven came out but the seven came out to europe and to asia but skipped the entire u.s continent it's it was like and you know what nord pro doesn't sound great like it just doesn't <laughs> i i don't well so this is the thing how do you how do you follow the nord the nord one Nord two like it's neither one nor two you the know nordic. what i mean the one plus <laughs> the nordic or, yeah it's like so it's, it's that's going to be that, that'll be the eight actually the nordic uh, um and, you know what i mean it's and obviously we're making fun this is just you know play on words but i think that at the end of the day um i'm a little bit bummed about that which pretty much means that i will have to figure out a way to import one of them true um and i'm still thinking think of nord words i'm thinking of like like uh the one nord plus valhalla no 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 <laughs> I, you know when i first heard the first the time i first heard the nord uh, one plus nord i felt like one plus and nord vpn need to make a partnership now oh that's like, true they, they, they should just like literally make that included in there the OnePlus Nord with NordVPN. You know what? Let's let's hit up everyone we know from wherever. I've had NordVPN as a sponsor before. I should do it. I'm using video. it right now. We're talking and I'm <laughs> using NordVPN just so that I make my you know my stuff work correctly. So I don't have mm -hmm. to. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, let's make it happen. The OnePlus NordVPN for US. So for the so for the as far as the design is concerned, though, like, you know, we again, we got very small glimpses, but there's a thought that I had. Um, yeah. I feel like with the 8 Pro in particular, we mm -hmm. this was the first time in the history of OnePlus, uh, it's BKK, right? BKK with Oppo and mm -hmm. um, all these other, uh, not sub-brands, but like sister brands. Vivo, Oppo, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, historically, we have been able to at least glean from, let's say, Oppo, mm -hmm. what a OnePlus device could look like. But That's I feel true. like with the 8 Pro, if you were to use the analogy of the 8 Pro to the, let's say the Oppo Find X2 Pro, because mm -hmm. I think that was the one that people were expecting was the, the the parallel. There's there's some, yeah, there's some a few similarities that you can, I think mostly on the panel. I think that's 90% what people were kind of Exactly. Yeah. But the backing, the actual design, vastly mm -hmm. different. I, Le well, not even leather yeah, that, on the Find X2 Pro and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that we can actually look to any device now to know it's what the new Nord design look like. they're actually designing yeah they're like this is the exciting part it's new it's not mm -hmm. it, you know it, it's not a it again it's kind of going back to their origin to their true north it's creating something that they can basically build on and, and provide that type of experience uh, my my thing is you know build on what you know and build on what you know no works well like i said for me i know this device without even touching it or even using it that it's going to be a speed freak it's just 
That's what OnePlus is known for. Mm -hmm. It'll have the right amount of uh, components and the right UI elements to give you a fast experience, even though it's running a 765. And I know we're making it sound like the 765 is like a turtle, you know, by comparison. It's not. It's a quite capable processor. It is a very, very capable processor. It's just... I'm so happy Most we of had us, a chance to. Well, I don't know if you got a velvet, but uh, um, hopefully, LG's LG's uh, LG had a very certain number of units. You guys were first. We where we had the opposite with uh, with Sony. It's your turn. So you guys get ah, the first fair. on the velvet. Um, at some point, I think. Uh, I will tell I you right now. When. Because of this velvet, I have changed my stance, and this is actually how I wanted to get into the final portion of this. Is like, I I have changed my stance on the 765G. Um, we all thought when it was announced that, oh, Qualcomm is managing to put some really great performance in a chipset that's supposed to be cheaper. Wrong. Mm -hmm. It's cheaper, but not by much because it's still a great chipset. Like this, the performance on this thing, I've been able to play, uh, I think Dead Cells just came out on Android and Mm -hmm. I highly recommend it for $9. It's a great game. Um, So it it was originally a, a PC Steam switch game console game blah 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 but now there's a mobile version and it works beautifully so anybody out there looking for a game to play get nine dollars get it it runs so smoothly on here and gaming is great and and even with lg's convoluted ui like i have no problems with performance on here so if it's the 765g and this phone is sub 500 dollars, i personally don't think it's going to be the 765g I think it's going yeah. to end up becoming like the 730 or whatever the the next step down is. So the only thing that we were saying, if, if they do want to bring in 5G to this, it has to be the 765 because that's the only one that runs the X52 modem. So it's not even running the same modem as we see with the H65, but that's the only option. And But if they're trying to bring it in in 2020 without 5G, so again... We know, at least from the leaks, that the Pixel 4 will have five, a 5G model. They're, they kind of know what's coming. So it, I think if they're trying to make it competitive and not have to compete too much with the Pixel, because the Pixel 4a, um, will we know the price point is going to be low, obviously. So And if they are using the 765 and they are low, OnePlus needs to think ahead. They, they can't, you know, this is the first one. They want to make sure people want. So I feel like price point will be low. But they need to figure out a way to get uh, 5G. And if they don't, uh, hopefully, you know, f- make sure that it's pricey, priced at the right level so people can actually say, oh, well, I guess I'm okay with it if it doesn't have 5G. And, you know, it won't last me as many as long, and I'll pick up 5G on the next model or something like that. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so final question. What yep. from the OnePlus catalog of features do you want there to be? Because... I'll just say my first thing is obviously I want wireless charging. The fast wireless charging would be great, at least warp charging mm-hmm. in the USB-C port, because one of the main reasons why I keep... Th- this is still my daily driver, which is bad, because it keeps me from effectively reviewing other phones. <laughs> so you have the green one, I'm assuming, right? Yes, you have the I have green. Like- yeah. I was going to say it's a... T- yeah, so I got the blue, which kind of matches the blue in the office, you know. But yes... Uh, <laughs> I, I like yeah no I, I so for me fast charging is a big is a big thing, um, especially on wired. Not to say that wireless is not. I mean it's great with the OnePlus. By the way, the OnePlus Eight Pro. If you pick it up, make sure you get the charger for it. I recommend yes. it highly. Um, it's more of the it's the speed right. It's what we know OnePlus to be. It, if it's fast, if it's reliable, it gets updates. 
to me, that will sell the the ecosystem. And it will also show that OnePlus is not just thinking of this as a one-off. It's something that they're doubling on. They want to make sure that people understand that we're giving you the OnePlus experience at a lower price point. Uh, and then the only price point, the reason the, it's lower price point is because of the customizations we did to give you a lower, you know, this experience at that price. Mm -hmm. And I like to say customizations. In reality is, you know, what corners did they have to trim, cut, tailor to make that experience happen for that price? Uh, but I feel like fast charging we've had with them for so long, especially with the Warp Charge 30T, that I think that has to be a must in there. Yeah. Um, and if they're able to throw in wireless charging with the the, the you know the, the one that we saw with the 8 Pro with the 30, I think that, yeah, absolutely. Nobody can even touch them at that price point at that, in that size. Yeah, I'm all for it. Like, yeah. it's, it's still managing to be an exciting time for, for phones and for, I mean, tech in general. I mean, we well, there's absolutely. a lot to look forward to in 2020 for sure. All right, awesome. Yeah. Well, um, for our final few seconds, TK, is there anything you want to plug? Let everybody know where to find your stuff. Uh, as usual, you know, TK Bay uh, all over the place, T-K-B-A-Y, and then on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, uh, TKDSL8655. Um, working on some um, interesting phones, uh, but like I said, kind of at the beginning, uh, for me, it's the, one, uh, the uh, iPhone SE that should be coming out this week. Mm -hmm. uh, just my experience of using a small form factor device from, from Apple with ios uh you know 14 beta it's mostly just understanding that you know it's meant for a big phone but it kind of works okay there is there are some things okay. i mean it's kind of a sneak peek there but that'll be uh some of the stuff i'm working on this week and hopefully awesome. getting the lg v uh, the velvet at some point all right awesome well with all of that said um it, we're going to go ahead and have uh all of the links obviously in the show notes and whatnot so make sure you follow tk myself and pocket now i'll go ahead and talk about all of that in the outro starting now you can follow TK on social media for both Twitter and Instagram. His handle is TKDSL8655. Make sure you search for him over on YouTube. He does some great stuff over on his YouTube channel, including his own podcast, Saturday Mornings with Tech. Every Saturday, of course. Uh, and you can find him on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe to him there as well. If you want to follow me, I am found on all social media at JVTechT. You know me, I'm JV. I love tech and I love to drink me some tea. Uh, from there, you can follow my channel as well. I do supplementary content to the reviews, the more classical reviews that I do on Pocket Now over on my channel at youtube.com slash Joshua Vergara. We hope to see you there. Pocket Now is found across all social media uh, with the handle at Pocket Now, of course. And then you can head over to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pocket Now, and make sure you subscribe to it because there are videos coming out basically every single day, including the daily with, of course, Jaime Rivera. From there, we're going to go ahead and call it on this one. Thank you so much for listening and maybe for watching uh, the Pocket Now Weekly over on Facebook and, of course, on IGTV, where I will still be posting the final episodes, or rather the final cuts of the episodes. Uh, and from there, we're going to go ahead and see you in our next episode.